Welcome to the Degenerate Dylan Podcast, where Dylan has you covered with everything from spreads to futures to prop bets. Follow him every weekday as we pick daily best bets using stats, analytics, and a little bit of luck. Now, here's your host, Degenerate Dylan himself, Dylan Nelson. Welcome in, everybody. Uh, I appreciate y'all joining us. We are going to do a little Super Bowl recap this morning, and then we're going to pick our three nights of the game, which will all three NBA, uh, be NBA games. Maybe get into a college game or two. There's some pretty good ones on tonight, but we'll see what we'll see what we're feeling like once we get there. Um, so I just want to start by saying the Chiefs beat themselves. I mean, it's just that plain and simple. You can't have that many uh, penalties, especially in the second quarter. Good Lord. Uh, You cannot have that many penalties and expect to beat Tom Brady and a really good defense. You just can't. You just can't expect to to win that game after that. Um, Mahomes could never get going. Uh, 270, uh, 270 yards, two interceptions, no touchdown, passer rating of 52.3. That is not the Patrick Mahomes we're used to seeing. Uh, I don't know if, it, and it could be a lot uh, due to his left and right tackles being out. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett on the ends. I mean, those are two studs on the defense uh, that create uh, edge pass rush uh, pressure. Um, so it could be that. I mean, it, he did look like he was running for his life half the time, especially at the end end of the game and and, and uh, in that second quarter. Uh, and and he's trying to compensate a lot. And a man, he made a lot of incredible throws, even though they were dropped or or uh, uh, picked off or whatever. I mean, he, the at one point I saw the guy literally be parallel with the ground and make a throw right on the money. Damn near. I mean, th- that's the talent this guy has. Uh, and once again, it, it could be due to his left and right tackles being out. It could be his turf toe. I mean, there's a number of things. This, this chiefs team is not a hundred percent and it showed last night and, and Brady is, <laughs> Brady is just a Greek God, isn't he? He's just always a hundred percent. He's always game face on. He's ready to go when the time is right. And that's exactly what happened last night. And if you listen to the the uh, Super Bowl episode we had with Colt Schroeder on here, me and him picked Tampa Bay to win, both of us. Um, and I gave you the reason. I mean, the reason is simple. You don't bet against Tom Brady. Any wise uh, handicapper knows that you don't bet against Tom Brady. Look at the guy that threw $3 million on the game. He won $3.4 million last night because he bet with Tom Brady and not against him. Simple as that. Uh, Brady throws for 201 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and a passer rating of 125.8. Look at the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady there. It's insane. Uh, the The Bucks defense played great, too. Uh, they created the pressure when they needed to. Um, they really didn't blitz a whole lot. I was, I was uh, sorry about that, guys. I tend to have something in my eye half the time. Um, they really didn't blitz a whole lot. They didn't dial it up. Todd Bowles kind of stuck to uh, letting his uh, edge rushers get after the quarterback, and they did so. I mean, that was that was a big key to the game was the defense be able to create pressure but also keep seven or eight back in, in coverage and cover uh, a Tyree, double Tyreek Hill, 
Uh, Travis Kelsey had a pretty good game. I think he had 10 receptions, 133 yards. So he had a good game. He also dropped a few uh, key passes. Tyreek Hill dropped that one. I, I know it's a difficult catch in the end zone. Hit him in the hit him in the face mask. But a guy like Tyreek Hill usually makes that catch. And I feel like if he makes that catch at the beginning of the game, the momentum changes a little bit right there. I mean, this Tampa, or this uh, Kansas City Chiefs team just to not score a touchdown in the Super Bowl all night for as explosive as they are. No one in their right mind predicted that. No one. I mean, all the score predictions I was seeing were at least, at least in the mid twenties to early or to to early thirties. I mean, that's that's just your mind tells you that both of these offenses are are pretty good at what they do, and they're both going to score. And that's just it didn't happen last night for whatever reason. Uh, I don't know if Tampa Bay's defense was really that good, um, but a lot of that pain was self inflicted uh, with Kansas City. Um, Great win for for Tampa Bay. I expect to see them back in the discussion for NFC Championship game uh, next year with Tom Brady and Gronk both saying they're going to come back. I bet they keep most of their key weapons. I I don't know about Leonard Fournette uh, coming back. He might. um, He's going to have some offers on the table for him. Uh, once they get into the offseason and he could leave. But Ronald Jones is more than capable of handling the load there. Um, I don't know about McCoy. McCoy, I I didn't see McCoy last night. I mean, you didn't really need him because Ronald Jones and Fournette just were almost unstoppable in the ground game. It seems like they were getting four or five yards every carry almost. Um. But yeah, I'm really excited to see if if Brady can start a little mini dynasty there in uh, Tampa Bay and win a couple. You know that, that would that would be uh, it would suck because I, I don't necessarily care for for Brady and and Brady's you know uh, seven Super Bowls. He's kind of it. It's kind of like LeBron to me. I'm a little tired of seeing LeBron in the finals. To be honest with you, um, it's just you know I, I'm like me. It, it, I just want to see something new every time. I don't know if you guys are the same way. Alabama in the national championship getting old. LeBron James in the in, in the NBA championship getting old. Brady and Super Bowl getting old. Let's switch it up. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us on, on the on the Super Bowl covered. I, I just wanted to hit on it really quick and and go over a few things that I saw last night and and uh, but we did. Degenerate Dylan did cover his money line bet on that game. Thank you, Tom Brady. The only time I will. The only time I will root for you is when I bet on you. Uh, Let's roll into our picks of the night. NBA action this evening. Warriors at Spurs. Uh, The Spurs have won their last two after losing two straight uh, to a mediocre Grizzlies team. Uh, We'll get to the Grizzlies uh, today, too. Uh, Last game against the Rockets, DeMar DeRozan had to carry the Spurs with 30 points, eight rebounds, and seven assists. Uh, Spurs are the ninth in the league in shooting percentage and efficiency on offense uh, when playing well. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge is out for this game at the moment. Uh, I, he could play, and that, that injury report was uh, he'll be out for a few games, and it was maybe eight or nine days ago. So he could be back tonight. That's definitely a big key to my decision on betting on this game is whether LaMarcus Aldridge plays in this game. Um on the other hand, Golden State has had a, a two-game series with the Mavs, which they split uh, in the first game. Curry and Oubre, especially Oubre, went off for 40 points, uh, seemed to finally break out of his skid that he's been in at the beginning of the season 
and show up for a Golden State Warriors team that is uh, a little bit lacking on the depth, uh, especially in the big man position um, with Wiseman and Looney out. Uh, they will still be out tonight. Um, so I, it's that's why it's key to me if LaMarcus Aldridge plays. Because if LaMarcus Aldridge plays, I like uh, I like the Spurs team to use LaMarcus Aldridge. Because let's get it right. LaMarcus Aldridge is a veteran in this league. He knows how to play against teams that are undersized and underwhelmed. I don't think uh, uh, Draymond Green can cover uh, LaMarcus Aldridge in the paint. I just don't think that's a, I don't think that's a good matchup for the Golden State Warriors. But on the other hand, if LaMarcus Aldridge does not play, I like this, this could come into, this could become a shooting match. I mean, trading shot for shot. And I don't know about you guys, but if it becomes a shooting match between DeMar DeRozan, uh, Deontay Murray and, uh, Steph Curry and Kelly Oubre and crew, I'm taking Curry all day. Uh, the line right now is at one and a half warrior uh, plus one and a half warriors uh, in the favor of the Spurs, mostly because it's in San Antonio. Um, but if LaMarcus Aldridge doesn't play tonight, I'm taking Warriors plus one and a half. I think the Warriors win a shootout um, and uh, and carry that line one and a half. Uh, second game of the night: Toronto at Memphis. Uh, Memphis is coming off uh, off a three games losing skid, losing to the likes of Pacers, Rockets, and Pelicans, who are all underwhelming teams this year. Uh, Pelicans, or, or excuse me, all but one game coming of uh, coming by way of double digit losses. Uh, Memphis has a ton of depth issues on their injury report right now. If you look at it, it's so long the injury report. The depth is not there. So, uh, and Fred Van Fleet, uh, let's touch base on Fred Van Fleet one second. This guy signed a contract extension, a four-year contract. I think it was $80 million for four years with the Toronto Raptors after being undrafted. Great story. This guy, who you would think after signing an extension like that, might, you know, go on a little bit of a, a down year and, and enjoy his money. But that has not, that has been far from the case. This guy has been hooping for the Toronto Raptors. He is my reason that I like the Raptors in this game, let alone they beat the Brooklyn Nets a couple games ago. Uh, the Raptors are just playing good. They've, they've won three out of their last four. Uh, they just have playmakers on this on this uh, Toronto Raptors team. I think it's simple uh, right now to take Toronto Raptors, three good players in, in Kyle Lowry, uh, Pascal Siakam, and Fred Van Fleet against John Morant. I mean, that's literally all Memphis has at this point uh, because of the injuries piling up is John Moran. And, and I know the game's in Memphis, uh, but Toronto has had a day to rest. And this line is at Raptors minus two. I'd take the Raptors minus two in this game with the Raptors playmakers and Memphis's injury report piling up. Raptors minus two, lock it in. Third game of the night, Bucks at Nuggets. The line right now is Bucks. Bucks by four, uh, that is subject to change very heavy and and not good for the Nuggets because on Saturday, Gary Harris and Jamal Murray did not play in that game with aching injuries. Uh, I think Jamal Murray plays tonight. He played the game before Saturday, so I think he was just taking a game off. Um, but regardless, uh, I, and, and if you didn't see it, the, the game Saturday, Jokic went off for his first 50-point game as a Denver Nugget. 
just shooting lights out. I, I mean, nobody could mess with him in the paint. It, it was it was awesome to watch as a Nugget fan. Um, but Bucks by four here is the play, regardless of whether Jamal Murray plays. Gary Harris is not going to play, and that is defense on Chris Middleton that you cannot lose. You cannot lose that defense. The Bucks, however, have won four straight games. And I, I believe if you go listen to our podcast a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about how the Bucks. Had, I bet on the Bucks after losing a couple games and said this is the game where they get the game, uh, they get their season on track. And since that game, they have they have went off and won four in a row. And that's not going to change tonight, regardless of whether Jamal Murray plays today. Uh, the play is Bucks minus four. I would take it this morning if you can get it at minus four because if. Jamal Murray doesn't play. This line is going to go back to minus six, minus seven, even minus eight. I could see that uh, without Jamal Murray in the lineup. This Denver Nuggets team is just not the same team without Jamal Murray's scoring ability. Uh, Jokic cannot do it himself. He just can't. And Michael Porter Jr. only scoring eight points without Jamal Murray in the lineup doesn't help. You have to score more than eight points. You are Michael Porter Jr. You are expected to be a future star in this league. We need you scoring more than eight points if we're going to bet on the Nuggets. I don't see it happening tonight. I think the Bucs, who have won four in a row, make it five. I think they cover the four easily. Take it right now if you can get it. Uh, let's touch base on a college hoops game tonight that I really like. Uh, Ohio State and Maryland. Uh, that line, however, was at uh, Ohio State minus four. In Maryland, listen, I've been on the Ohio State hype train all year long. I love EJ Liddell. I love this team's scoring ability. They might not play the best defense in the Big Ten, but they can score with anybody, including Iowa. And Iowa's a force on offense. I think, and they just beat Iowa. Uh, I think I think Ohio State covers this minus four pretty easily. Maryland has not been the same Maryland we've seen the last four years. Uh, take Ohio State minus four. Uh, another good game, I think, will be a lot closer than the spread. It has it at is uh, Gonzaga's visiting BYU and Provo tonight. Uh, the line is 11 in Gonzaga's favor. I could see BYU. I could see this getting into another shooting match, and I could see BYU matching Gonzaga's shooting ability. Now, uh, I could also see Gonzaga getting, or, or BYU, excuse me, getting absolutely throttled by Gonzaga. It could happen. Obviously, it's Gonzaga. They've been playing great. Uh, but their last game uh, against Pepperdine, I believe, uh, I'll have to check the schedule, but their last game they played against a underwhelming uh, West Coast team uh, Gonzaga had their kind of slow start and then and then finished well in the second half, uh, but they they did not start well in that game, and that's maybe a reason to take BYU in the eleven tonight. Do it at your own risk. I don't know if I'm going to bet it yet. That's more of a, a gut feeling, uh, you know, before game time, and game time's not until ten o'clock Central Time, so you got plenty of time to think about it. That's more of a gut feeling pick. Um, but we will see, and I will get back with you tomorrow and tell you if I decided to take that game tonight. Uh, another one is Kansas-Oklahoma State. Big, big 12 matchup. Uh, Kansas coming off a loss to West Virginia. Uh, Oklahoma State coming off a loss, a big loss against Texas, which they played a great game against Texas. Um, the line right now is minus, minus five and a half is what uh, DraftKings has it at right now um, in Kansas. I think Oklahoma State 
covers the plus five and a half. I think they play a great game against Kansas Knight. They have been playing decent. They beat a pretty good Arkansas team in Oklahoma State and then lost to uh, Texas. Close game. I think uh, Oklahoma State has the scoring ability to stay with Kansas in uh, Allen Fieldhouse. Watch for this line to maybe go back down. It started at four and a half. I could see it going back down to four and a half, but I'm going to take it this morning at five and a half. Uh, I think you should do the same. Oklahoma State covers the five and a half. We'll get back with you tomorrow on that game. Uh, but that is it for me today, guys. Uh, let's let's listen to our pit. Let's listen to these picks. Let's pay attention tonight. I think those games are all locks tonight. All my NBA games are locks tonight. We're doing a three-game lock here on the Degenerate Dylan Show. Um, come hang out with us tomorrow, man. Same time, same place. Let's check on these picks tomorrow, um, and let's see how we did. Y'all. That's it for today's episode. Stay tuned for tomorrow's show to see how our picks have done. Take it easy, you degenerates.